0: Welcome to Pre Service, a podcast all about preparing you for worship at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael, and I am with my co host and friend, Kevin. Kevin, what's up, man? Brother, we are here. We're
1: two weeks into a new sermon series. Um, And so. We're looking forward to spending time with you all for a little while, spending time together and doing a little bit of the soap Bible study. And Michael, you had a uh, interesting thought. I did. I was just thinking, I yeah.
0: I was just thinking about this earlier today, Kevin, that um, you know, of course, we're preparing these podcasts for our church to help you yes. prepare for worship. Um, but it's it's quite possible that somebody is watching or listening to this uh because they're not necessarily they're not attending, caught up with Yeah, they may not be in this. But attending. they're doing a Bible study in Hebrews. And and I know that for myself, sometimes I'll go, I'll go check out podcasts or I'll go look at YouTube or, or right. different places for resources to help me understand a particular passage. And so if that's your story, cool. Welcome. Come on in. Welcome. Glad you're here. Church family, we hope that this does help you prepare your heart as we worship this coming weekend. Uh, Kevin, today I think we're gonna look at Hebrews one. 5 through 2, 3? Yes.
1: I believe that's the passage we're looking at.
0: Yep. So. Uh, and as you said just a moment ago, we will be using the SOAP Bible Study Method. Uh, if that's new to you, SOAP stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. And for us in this project, we're going to be reading through the Scripture, yes. making some observations about the Scripture, and really and, letting uh, you yeah, come hopefully. up with your own application.
1: Yeah, so hopefully we're going to, when we go through the observations, I think what we're hoping to do in this series is kind of lay some of the questions out there for you that you and I might do when we're at home or, or we're here at the church and we're doing a Bible study. Um, normally, we actually share our observations, but as we go through this, uh, because of the material and where we are, we think that a, a positive thing for us to do is sometimes just lay the question out there in hopes that it encourages you to, to maybe spend some time digging, looking for yourself, asking yourself that question, praying about it before the Lord and saying, hey, you know, Lord, tell me, tell me more about this whatever it may be that, that was brought up, and we hope you come up with some questions. You know what would be great is if people would share their questions. As I was reading this, Michael. I'd I love thought that. about that would be awesome. I thought I about that. this. Who are these people? What? Why did God say this at this point? If you're out there and, and you say, hey, in my study of this passage, here's something that came up for me, share it with us. I would We'd, love that.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Kevin, I know when I was studying this, um, I had to read this in a couple of different translations. That's always a good thing. Uh, typically we we read for on the podcast. We'll read from the ESV, yes, uh, but I found help in the both the NIV and the New American Standard in particular, yeah. along with the, the ESV
1: and, and uh, the CSB. Yeah, right? it's a great the, translation. The, yeah,
0: there are several of them, uh, but those I had to turn to uh, just to help bring clarity to this because. This this particular portion of scripture doesn't come easy to me.
1: I, I can understand that this this passage this this book of Hebrews, it's a little bit different than uh, most books in the New Testament, right?
0: That's right. It's I not mean, like one of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, or
1: and it's not like the Pauline or, or John and epistles or or James. Uh, certainly not uh, like Revelation. <laughs> it's definitely not like Revelation. It 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 just changes that that language that uh, communication style. A lot because it wasn't delivered the same way, right? Yeah, but,
0: I mean, it's it, the author really seems to assume that you and I have, or I mean, certainly. Let me let me back up and say that again. Assumes that the original recipients, yeah, had a pretty good understanding of the Old Testament because there is quote after quote after quote after quote.
1: Brother, I'm betting we're going to find one or two questions in here tonight that that led us each to that point of saying what. How how do they know? How do they know? How do they how know? How do it know? How do it know? I don't know how it keeps the cold stuff cold and the hot stuff hot, but uh-huh. how does it know? So let's yeah. take
0: a look at uh, Hebrews 1, 5 through 2, 3. Having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Or again, I will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, he makes his angels winds and his ministers a flame of fire. But of the sun, he says, your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of uprightness is the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond Are they not all ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who are to inherit salvation, warning against neglecting salvation? Therefore, we must pay close closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away, unless we drift drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. Amen. <laughs> yes, I read through this, Kevin. It's clear that I was never intended to be an audio Bible is, is
1: that, I love recorder.
0: It. There, there <laughs> are people easy. who
1: record those. Yes, thank you well, so good. <laughs> and and here's the thing that you might miss if you're just listening to the podcast. You might miss this, but this text in Scripture is uh, it's a little different because it has a lot of quotations in it. There are a lot of references to other Bible passages, and so you can't maybe see that as you're listening. If you're driving down the road, if you're at work, or you're doing something, so some of those places sound odd. We'll we'll hear things like uh, the question in verse 5, to which of the angels did God ever say, "'You are my son, today I have begotten you.'" or again so so we've got a quotation there and then we've got the author actually asking another question or i will be to him a father and he shall be to me a son so if you're reading along with us if you're if you're looking at a bible somewhere and you're reading it's visually uh generally it's set off especially in a study bible right. it, it will be set off quite well but it might sound confusing and certainly as evidence, when you read it, <laughs> and reading it might at times be confusing. Yeah. Right, it can throw
0: you off a little bit. One of the one of the resources I found helpful in this was a, a good reference Bible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm absolutely. using a
0: Bible software here uh, in front of me, and
1: whether it's electronic or whether you're sitting with a, a physical book, a reference Bible does give you references to those other passages. Right, that's right, that's right. And so
0: that's right because I, I don't just readily know where those quotes come from. I mean I see the quotations. Oh brother, you're already uh, and, getting in my question. Man, now. I don't I don't know where that's coming from. So You're so hitting my questions I, already. One of my but, observations was where does all this stuff come from? And, so and one, yeah,
1: well, that was one of my. but then one of mine was how do they know? How do it know? How do they know? So so if the author is making these quotations and he expected his listeners or his hearers, the recipients of this letter to to just say, "Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I understand his point." How did they know what he was quoting? That's right. Because he absolutely says, uh, which of the angels did God say, or again, so which implies in verse 5 that the second thing is something that God said. And, and then uh, if you look in verse 6, and again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, well, how is somebody going to know? They had to know yes. enough Scripture
0: for that reference to make some sense to them, right? That's right. You know, as I was reading through this, uh, in preparation for this, um, one of the thoughts I had brought me back to when we were studying the Psalms and we read um, a particular portion of the Psalms that was quoted yeah. when Jesus was entering Jerusalem. And it talks about children uh, proclaiming, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And, and that's a a quote directly from the Psalms. And so the people then it was just a part of their culture. Yeah. They just knew at least certain portions of the scripture so very well yeah. that when when the right time came, they knew they what, knew to, what say. to say. They knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like in our culture. If I were to tell you, we live in Chattanooga, if you're not from around here, and about oh, 90 minutes south of us is Atlanta and about two hours north of us is Nashville. And I can kind of picture that in my mind, what the yeah. journey is like, what the what the lay of the land is like, about how long it takes, what the city looks like. Right. Um it just it's there. It's I can I can it's recall close that. at hand
1: for you, right? Yeah. Mentally, I can recall
0: different things,
1: waypoints on the trip down to Atlanta or over to Nashville. I can recall certain things oh yeah I'm gonna to have to go over this mountain oh yeah I'm gonna to have to go around this curve around the river or something along those lines right
0: absolutely and along with that when we go through worship we've talked about travel but let's talk about when we worship you know I have a pretty comfortable handle on how we worship here at Silverdale. I know when to sand I get I know about what style of music we use and and how it feels when our pastor stands before us and when we pray the atmosphere of our right. worship, all of that. I have a pretty good handle of that.
1: There's a certain cultural feeling and sense that goes along with it. Right. That That's just part of our local church body culture.
0: So it seems to me that whoever the author of Hebrews was writing to, and I did say whoever, uh, there have been a I mean, lot of of, of thoughts we've and had guesses along, uh, along the way throughout the years, uh, but really we don't know. Yeah. Um, but it seems that the author was writing to people that knew the old testament fairly well they it
1: seems like he expected them to be able to hear what he was saying and and understand the reference
0: that's right yeah. that's right and but so I, we see a number of references here to angels
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think that's part of the passage. I I think you're probably going to hear a lot about that this Sunday about yeah. the comparison between Jesus and angels, right? I would it's, guess. I mean, I don't know
0: Tony's message, I, but I would right, guess
1: right because that that is a huge portion of this passage. But as I'm reading through here, I I come on to to different questions about. Um, You know, I I would have to ask, what does this say about Jesus? What does it say about angels? Those are those are some questions. And if it doesn't say anything directly or specifically about angels, that's new, right? Because he's quoting another passage. So so maybe that passage said something about angels. Is he using it in such a way that I ought to be able to understand there's some new information I have? Or he's affirming something that I have heard from a biblical standpoint. Is he making a comparison between angels and Jesus? And if so, how does that comparison go? What, what are some of the points? One of the things that struck me as I'm going through this, Michael, is if I make a list of things that the author says about Jesus and a list of things the author says about angels or or whatever's in the passage you're reading, but in this case, that list may not be super long. It may be one, two, three points. I don't know. Right. But it's theologically substantial. Absolutely. It's important to be able to to understand that there's a biblical distinction in some of those differences. So, you know, I I, I want to know what those are and what he's trying to say. And, and for me, we talked about this too, uh, I want to know where he's bringing that from. Where does yeah. he find that?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and not only where where is he bringing that from, but where is he going? Yes. Yeah. Oh, huge. As you transition huge. from chapter one into chapter two, you see the word therefore, and 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 so the author is moving somewhere. He's given yes. you all of this information in chapter one, and then he says therefore. So when I see the word therefore, and when you see the word therefore in the Bible, we need to ask ourselves, what's that word therefore? Therefore, yes, kind of a cheesy statement,
1: but <laughs> no, but it's true. But it's, it's so it, true. It holds true every time. So
0: with all of this information at hand, therefore. We must pay much closer attention to what we have heard.
1: Wow, I wonder if there's anything to take away from that.
0: I would think so. Would do, think are so. there
1: any implications here for me that I should consider? And not only that, if there's a certain thing that I'm told I must do, yeah, in this case,
0: it's to pay attention.
1: That seems what to am be I supposed very to pay attention stated. to? The- Is there any consequence to not doing that? Does this tell me anything about human beings, myself included, that if I fail to do something that I'm told to do, is there an outcome that I would like, wouldn't like, uh, that that should be desirable or should be, uh, I should stay away from that? And I think here we see that laid out pretty clearly, but that's the kind of question when I hear, a, a therefore, I want to know, okay, what was everything that went before? What did it say? And then, what's the outcome of that?
0: That's right, that's right, that's right. So as I as I consider what what Tony preached on this past weekend um, about how God speaks, He yes. spoke one way in the Old Testament. He's speaking today through His Son. He has something to say to us about His Son. Right. He set Him up in comparing Him between angels through this portion of of Scripture in in Chapter mm-hmm. One. And with all of that at hand, therefore, we're to pay attention. now, Much closer attention. Now, there's so much more to that. And, and we hope that you will, I mean, that you will take some time to just consider this passage, to to make some observations, write those down, read it through several times, pray about it as you're preparing your heart for worship this weekend. I'm sure our pastor is gonna have a number of application points that he wants us to take away as the Lord has laid those on his shoulders and on his mind. And so we hope with that in mind that you will be a part of one of our worship services this weekend. Kevin, we have uh, a number of locations. We have online services, a Saturday service, uh, multiple Several times. Sunday on services, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So so check out our website where, for times and locations.
1: Where where is the website?
0: Silverdale BC. He's making fun of me right I now. I am not. I'm not. He's totally making fun of me because we're we tried both recording having a rough, this. We're having a rough earlier. day today. And, and it, so, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough.
1: And so so here Silverdale,
0: we are. SilverdaleBC Reminding one another. That's the whole point, is just we we don't want to miss anything. I'll put a link. You just click on the link. It'll take you right there. That's it.
1: perfect. Thank How about you? that? That's awesome. Unless man. you're
0: listening to this driving down the road, then you're going to have to look at the show notes. I when hope you, you know stop. I wouldn't
1: make, I would not make fun of you in, in any of this. Oh, you, I hope you, you know. he's not telling the truth. I would if it's just you and me. I certainly wouldn't in front of other people. I, I, I will now definitely. Yeah, when we go to breakfast in the morning, um, if you say something, it's brother, fair it's game. fair game. That's it's all fair I'm saying. Game. And, and, you know, turn about fair play, and I appreciate that. So, yeah. hey, spend time with the Lord this week in His Word and enjoy Him. Absolutely. He loves oh,
0: oh, I want to share something before, before we go. Yes. Hey, when this podcast releases, I'm going to be in Peru. We're actually yes. recording this a couple of weeks ahead of time. And by the time this drops... I'm going to be in the Amazon jungle with Richard Hetzel.
1: It'll be a little different from here.
0: A little different. A little
1: different. By the way, Richard, when you get a chance to see this, we love you, brother. It's great. I'm glad you all are getting time to be together and and serve the Lord together.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called the seven commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online.